Welcome to Cryptids of the Corn. Each week, Justin and Jay take a look at a topic in the crypto and paranormal world. They focus on the Midwest and Appalachia of the U.S., but sometimes they venture out. With everything from well-known monster sightings to one-off cryptids, live person interviews to actual fieldwork sneaking in some science lessons, there's sure to be something you'll enjoy. Please join us this episode of Cryptids of the Corn. Welcome back to Whoa. Cryptids of the Corn. <laughs> I'm the great and powerful Mystery. And I'm Psycho J. And together, we're going to take you on this trek through the cornfield looking for the truth in North America. <laughs> yeah. I love how we didn't talk about that beforehand and we just both went with it. I know. <laughs> the voice just got me going. It turned me into Psycho J. I, <laughs> Psycho J. There was a basketball player named Psycho T, and I just thought of it. Just went right into his, <laughs> right into his spot. Yeah, I'm Psycho J. All right, big episode today. Big episode. Um, I only I got a handful of stories about today's topic, uh, and then at the end we have a list of everything we could have done. Oh, okay. Uh, because True. I just picked a handful. Uh, Mysterious Universe, once again, is who I used for this uh, article. They do good work, especially for this kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. uh, putting the information out there factually and s- putting it in a way that I can actually read chunks of it. Gotcha, okay. Um, actually, I think we used Mysterious Universe once today already. Ah, wait, we, we did what now? Use Mysterious Universe. Mysterious Universe, okay. Dot org. Mm. Great place to go. What's today's topic? Um, crosshairs on Bigfoot's head. Yep. Times Bigfoot's been shot and killed, or times Bigfoot's been killed. I think there's one story we'll have later about him getting hit by a truck. Oh, okay. Harry and the Hendersons. Style? No, it was just Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, okay, it's just the movie. It was actually a documentary. Probably. In some shape, form, or another. No, if you hit a Bigfoot, knock it out, and put it in your car, and take it home, it... You're not making friends with it. Unless he's like Harry. I don't think you're making friends with it. Harry almost ate the guy because he had all the dead animals. Well, he deserved it. All right. So, are you ready? I think so. Uh, let me think. Actually, do, do actually, we have any preamble? Oh, yeah, we do have some preamble. Um, Patreon, if you want extra content, go on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're starting to do special Patreon giveaways. Um uh, like a special horn we made? Mm-hmm. That, I think, was already given away. Oh, okay. I think. With podcasting, there's a lot of time travel. True. And it's kind of hard to think in the future, in the past. Or to just keep it evergreen. Evergreen. Yep. Um, we're also, that's how we're going to do, like, we're planning some cryptid campouts and stuff like that and getting ready to just plan some expeditions. We're going to talk with a guy uh, in Michigan for Bigfoot stuff. Cryptid campouts. I like that. And so... You know, that's Patreon's the best way. We pick, you know, we pick from those people first, and then we move on to our main page, which is what you guys are listening to this on now. Um, get onto Facebook. We also give away all kinds of tickets, T-shirts, that kind of stuff on there. Uh, you know, join us. We do cryptids and coffee on Tuesday mornings. We kind of have a hangout session and cryptid and cocktails sometimes in the evenings. Yeah, those aren't or, as hardly scheduled because of sometimes our work schedules. Just but th- they happen when the moment arises. Mm-hmm. When the night. 
I thumbs don't know. down. Yeah. Okay. In the city. Uh, anything else? T-shirts are available. Email or Facebook for the best. We're looking at getting a website made. Um, uh, any computer engineers that want to do that for free and stuff, like yeah. just hit us up. I don't up. know if we need an actual computer engineer for that. I don't know. Uh, an HTML expert, uh, home rule. Wait, I don't know. I forget how that web coding works. Okay. Any coders out there? Yes, any coders. There we go. I don't know. All right. Yeah, but yep. Yeah, uh, that's all the front of house stuff. And now time getting Bigfoot, getting his brains blown out. Oh, yeah. And if you want to leave us a review please do that oh yeah i'm glad you're uh, professional podcaster professional podcast review five stars only five stars or nothing yeah if you don't please um we will come to your house did i tell you about the one the new review uh i don't think so the one that the guy was mad at me Uh uh-oh yeah (laughs) no he didn't uh i don't know he's mad he left us four stars uh but he said that i bully you and emily a lot and talk over you guys a lot and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what okay do you um, do i bully you well only off air i was gonna say i don't think i do it much with the microphones in front of us yeah i don't think so either i'm like a politician like that most of the physical stuff's off air yeah i threw a shoe at jay once i threw it no i threw a toy of doug's at you that way doug would attack you i think so yeah all right moving on bigfoot's been killed how the article what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. starts. One of the biggest criticisms... Criticisms, criticisms directed at cryptozoology is looking for the existence of Bigfoot, if there is any proof that this creature exists. Hmm. Undeniable physical proof is what most people want. They want the severed right buttock of a Sasquatch. I was going to say they want something else, but that's no, a whole other video. Yeah, he's already got that video. What's his name? Who knows? But yeah, basically... Uh, we're gonna talk about real quick. Why aren't Bigfoot bodies just found in general? They gotta die. You know, there's a mm-hmm. population of them. Some, you know, some what? There has to be a number of these creatures that exist. So why aren't they just naturally found bodies? Like, why don't we have them just kind of strewn all over the place? Because shortly after they die, they dissolve the dust and go into the air. And there you go, like vampires. Away. Yep, they could be vampires. Uh, aliens pick them back up. Ooh, okay. The uh, the maybe the less likely. Is like uh, that we don't find a lot of predator bodies, anyways. Yeah, true. There's not many people that find wolves, you know, carcasses and bear carcasses. Bear carcass, yep. And then a lot of those animals, they go out and die somewhere in a hole somewhere so deep because they don't want to be picked to death mm-hmm. that you're never going to find them. And there's an off chance they might bury their dead. There's always that possibility. Uh, that's I don't I think we may have that. Actually, no, that comes up later. Okay. Uh, this was a very big episode i picked a handful of stories to share but we have a very comprehensive list later of kind of just a general overview mm-hmm. of like 200 times bigfoot's been killed or seen a dead bigfoot that's a buttload it's a lot <laughs> and that's thanks to sasquatch chronicles yes thank you a big sasquatch podcast not as professional though <laughs> please don't say that <laughs>
I think they know the sarcasm. All right. So, like I said, one interesting theory that was proposed is dead Bigfoots, or these creatures actually carry away their dead and bury them somewhere, or they put them in a hole, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, there's a large number of reports claiming to have witnessed this very thing. According to uh, Bigfoot Evidence, which is a website, uh, one update report, uh, no specific location, Pacific Northwest, a hiker who had claimed to seen a group of three Bigfoots bearing a fourth one in the wilds before placing a large rock and boulders over the grave to show some respect. Hmm. The man would re- uh, return later and unable to locate the exact site. A similar report came from a witness named Ray Crow, claiming in Northern California, once again, that area, you know, that first one may not have been Northern California, but it's out there. So this one is in the 1960s. He had seen four Sasquatch carrying a massive or carrying massive bones through the wilderness. In 1992, there was also a report from Escalades, Oregon, uh, near Bagby Hot Springs, of two Sasquatch seen in a riverbed bearing another dead comrade under a pile of immense stones. Hmm. The site would actually be investigated, but by the time they uh, they got people out there. A flooded wipe through, and it, everything was gone. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's my first little bit. So, this is kind of... So, pe- people this, witness them bury, like actively burying? Yeah, and that's a common thing. Uh, not common. It's been reported a lot, though, over the last 130-ish years. Okay. Um, a lot of these rock piles, a lot of these stone piles, um, they almost... It's weird. I think they put them in these things to decompose, and then... A lot of people say they see him carrying their bones around. Yeah, that's kind of weird. So they let them decompose somewhere, and then they put their bones somewhere, somewhere else. Somewhere else? Hmm, interesting. So this immense pile of rocks could let them decompose and not lose any pieces. Hmm. Due to birds and wolves and coyotes and stuff pulling apart the carcass. And, gotcha. Digging them up and... Yeah. yeah basically ripping, taking the bones, separating the bones yeah. from each other. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's weird so far, right? Uh, Yeah, right? It's weird, right? I don't know. I don't know. It makes sense. It tracks. It tracks. Yeah. I mean, it's weird, but it's, it's, I didn't, it's, it's weird in the sense of, oh, they're not supposed to be real and people are seeing this stuff. Then it's weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But adding that whole sense of the thing, it's not that weird. Bigfoot's weird in general. So it's not that weird to be seeing this stuff, I guess. That's a way to put it. In all relativity. In all relativity. Yes, in all of it. But yeah. So that's our, that first little group of stuff. All right. So we're going to jump ahead a little bit, just a little bit, to 2010. There was a report of a, from a witness who had saw, he said he saw four Bigfoot putting to rest what appeared to be a dead infant mm. uh, in a hollowed out tree stump. Mm. So he's like shoving this up in the stump. But the whole thing was to be aborted when they seemed to realize that they were being watched. And they kind of just melded it back away into the backdrop of the forest. With the body? Yeah. Okay. Uh, even more sp- er, sp- spectacular is in 2014, a video allegedly surfaced of a park ranger in the high Sierras of California describing a Bigfoot burial had or had he had supposedly witnessed. Uh, although the video was suspiciously, suspiciously, I cannot read today, disappeared shortly after leading the talks to cover-ups. Yet another report tells of a hunter who came across a group of Bigfoots digging a grave for a fallen comrade up in the wilderness in the 1990s. But when they realized that they were being watched, 
They whisked the body away and to never be seen again. This is all very curious, suggesting that maybe these creatures have a culture of burying, otherwise uh, disposing of their bodies. Perhaps this is why they're not found nearly ever. Mm, makes sense. Mm-hmm. How many dead humans do you find just come across? Do I know where they're buried? Well, no, dude, not buried. Like, dead ones you just come across. Like, you're walking through the woods. Oh, you're walking through a street or a city. Not often, you know? We bury them. For the most part. Or they're dead in a ditch somewhere. They're just dead in a ditch. So, a case, the case of Peter Barnian, I'm going to go with Barnier, Barnier, uh, happened in 1960 in southern central British Columbia, Canada. In the case, two fishermen supposedly came across a dead Bigfoot along a remote trail, but as they examined the body, uh, they were chased off by rather threatening sounds that were crashing through the brush. The fishermen would go back later to the site with wildlife officers, but of course, nothing had gone in the area looked normal. Mm. Nothing was left in the area looked normal. Gotcha. But of course, there have been uh, other or have been found remains said to belong to Bigfoot in 1912. Okay. Hinting at next week's episode. Oh. In the 19, the early 1900s, somebody really liked stealing these things. Oh, okay. Hint. Mm-hmm. Hint. Uh, 1912, it was reported that the New York Times of a man who uh, called the Pearson Brothers had found a lake lawn farm in southwest Wisconsin had found 18 skeletons, supposedly of individuals measuring 7 to 9 feet tall and with strangely proportioned and shaped skulls. Mm. In 1924, two skeletons measuring 8 foot tall and covered in some patchy red hair were found near uh, Lovelock, Nevada. Although what happened to them is anyone's guess. In 1923, there have been found a various huge anomalous skulls in Santa Barbara region in California. Hmm. So now, is All this... of those in that paragraph went to the Smithsonian. Hmm. Hint. Hint. Next week. But, yeah, they, they collect, you know, they just collect bones for preservation, so, for like a, history. And Andy's meme. <laughs> Y'all got any big bones? Yeah, exactly. They just show up like crackhead. I like smoking giants' bones. But that's the thing. Is it? Are they? Are they Bigfoot bones? I think these ones are specifically. I don't think the Lovelock ones were though. I don't know. I think they were. I don't Maybe. think they were real giants. Maybe. Maybe. I think Bigfoot's older than giants. Because the uh, Lovelock giants were supposedly had the red hair. Yeah, but not all over their whole body. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That's a future episode. Do a giant episode. Maybe we'll talk about it. Mm, okay. You know, it's been a Touché. while since you've written one. Touche. Um, so two giant skeletons were also unearthed near uh, Potius, Wisconsin, during digging up a sawmill. The remains were supposedly measuring nine or seven to nine feet tall. Researcher John Green reports that uh, there is a cast from the Tobo River, British Columbia, in which a Bigfoot skeleton was found by some fishermen, but it was too heavy to carry. The jawbone of the beast was allegedly hauled away, but no academic institution would have anything to do with it mm. because they knew the big brother would come and shut down everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the couple allegedly kept it in their cabin until page turn, until fire burned it away and the remains uh, burned everything to the ground. They lost their cabin in a fire. Oh, I wonder how the fire started. Mm-hmm. The BFRO reports that in 1965... 
there was a partial Bigfoot skull recovered in the Marmots region of Sierra Nevada. Uh, but although it is said to ha- have odd features, it was also lost. <laughs> Yo, I got them bones. You got any them bones? How was it lost? Was it just say it's lost? I don't care if it's bear, Bigfoot, or giant, or giant bear, or what was it, short nosed bear? Yeah, don't or, ruin, don't ruin my opener. Sorry, sorry. I think I forget I said anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mothman. There's no. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's how you make Jay forget. You just start singing the Mothman song. <laughs> Goldfish brain squirrel. All right. So in 1972, there was also reportedly found of a Bigfoot skeleton in the Shashui Lake, British Columbia, measuring eight foot tall. Although it was said, or although it was sent to the Wexerham Museum in Wales. Why in Wales? Hmm. I guess it was in British Columbia, but. And Wales across the ocean. Yeah, it's it's, by, it's in England. Yeah. All right. Anyways, must have experts there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The British History Museum is getting mad that the Smithsonian's taking all the Bigfoots. Right. <laughs> yeah, they need some for their collection. We like big bones too. It probably is just all going to some some rich uh, private collection that, that has just a gets... literally they build like the Game of Thrones thing from the, with all the swords. Yeah, yeah. But it's nothing but Bigfoot skulls. It's a black market chair that Jeff Bezos sits mm-hmm. on. Oh, there you go. Uh, but yeah, so it went there, and it was it was sent to the college and never found. Uh, nobody knows what happened to it. Hmm. Uh, it had a little bit of a written history of transit, like it went from this institution to this institution. It did come back to the U.S. It looks like, uh, then it disappeared. Hmm. And what's weird is that happens at museums, like more often than you think. Curated collections. It's weird that that happens, or it's weird that it happens more often than you think in general without weird stuff. Yeah. But it, but isn't that kind of weird? Yeah. No. Yes. Most time these are one or two, or three people that are severely overworked, having all kinds of stuff sent to them. I guess I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like they misplace a box. True. Like the fish museum at OSU has like six or seven million fish in it. Hmm. Hmm. And now you want like now let's say you request to see one. Right. And yeah. Like okay, it's uh, it says the paperwork says it's on seven C. They go out there and it's not like okay like and i get it because i don't know where it is right exactly i'm not looking for it i misplaced my keys and i carry them with me every day and it's not a warehouse full of bones stuff i don't touch for like four or five Mm -hmm. years but yeah so let's see where was i in 1979 a college professor from canada would take photographs of a skull in the wilds of alberta canada which seemed to be far from human but nothing ever came from that in 1987, a man uh, once again escalated to Oregon was supposedly found a Bigfoot skull. Uh, with it. He found his dog playing with it. Oh, nice. I would be like, Doug would eat nothing but like grilled chicken for the rest of his life, life. if he bought me a <laughs> yeah. Bigfoot skull. <laughs> yeah. Good boy. Uh, there's supposed to be a replica of that one made. It, now, is that the one that uh, that coyote guy found? Okay, a- save that, because that's the end. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yes. Why do I keep jumping ahead? I don't know. You always do this. Jade never reads the scripts. And I read your mind. Oh, my gosh. Maybe That I'm- means I'm writing it well. That means I have the information set up in a way that leads you to where we're going. Or maybe I just know you don't. secrets of the universe. You don't. I don't. <laughs> evidence is pointing in my direction. No, evidence is pointing that you like to screw with me. <laughs> wow. And this is your way of doing it. I don't even know I'm doing it though. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Okay. Oh, whoa. 
All right. So there's other ones. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these. Hunnets. Hunnets. But I could read more. So I guess we're getting ready for for free form talk. Yeah. I have more on this list. I just printed off a whole bunch of ones I could find information on. Right, yeah. That could actually, you know, we're going to end the list. Like, this is later on the episode, but we're going to end it with that big list from Sasquatch Chronicles. Mm. We're going to read every one of them. So it's going to be a two-hour episode. (laughs) But no, it shows they have been killed a lot. And I was going to say they've been, they've, a lot of this list, none of them were really, none on that list were like shot, killed. I didn't put any of those on there. Are hunted or yeah. killed, yeah. Yeah, that's for later. Okay. Uh, well, not for later. That one list we're going to read with Size Chronicles, a lot of them get shot in the head. Right, yeah. Bigfoots yeah. get shot in the head a lot. Specifically, it seems like when uh, we were coming through the U.S., and I mean the white occupation, when it was coming through the U.S., the Bigfoots, the stories of the Bigfoots being shot were always right on the line of the first white settlers. Mm. So they weren't used to this stuff. They weren't, I'm assuming is what happened is they weren't used to firearms. They weren't used to how far out we could kill them from. Yeah. Or how far out we could injure them. Cause I'm sure before it was just the biggest threat with bow and arrow probably. Yeah. And the native Americans most of the time wouldn't, they're not going to shoot at one. Right. Yeah. Because they know they know. I mean, they, most of the time they weren't scared of these things. It depends on which tribe, you know, and how they had a relationship with them. But most of their stories are like, yeah, we avoid that, or that's the they live there. They and we live don't there, go we there. We live here, and we if we don't cross these lines, everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't bug us. We don't bug them. Unless they get into a wrestling match and one accidentally kills the other. Mm-hmm. But. We gotta do an episode on that. Yeah, but uh, it seems like they were just being shot constantly on that line. But all of these are old burial mounds, burial sites, witnesses, current like in the middle of a burial. Yeah. People finding dead bodies, mm-hmm. like all the time. Stumbling People were across finding it. dead Sasquatch everywhere. Touch that one floating in the water. That'd be kind of a nuts to come across. Mm-hmm. I it would be coming with me. <laughs> yeah, at that like moment, the whole skull, not just the jawbone. Lop its head off. Bring it home with you in mm-hmm. your boat. Put it in your uh, live live well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know you would. Yeah, I mean, I'd be chopping it up. I bet you would. You might uh, even taste one. Just I, to... I can't pick up the whole thing, but I can pick up its arm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I could pick up this much of it. Cut its finger off and take it. Like I'd be taking a lot of chunks. <laughs> oh, what'd you say earlier? It's lop, lop off its butt cheek. It left buttock. Yeah, that's that's what this scientists need. A left buttock. That's the only evidence they'll accept. Exactly. It's in the. It's in. <laughs> designs bylaws. Because it's a. Uh, only Sasquatch only has one buttock, and it's the right. But you said left earlier. That's what I'm saying, is that if you chop off the left, you'll prove they exist. But they only have a right. What? It's like cutting the horns off a rabbit. Cutting the horns off a rabbit? Mm-hmm. Rabbits don't have horns. That's the point. They don't have a left butt cheek. Okay, it's just one big butt yeah. cheek. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Or it's just two, but it's all. But they're both right butt cheeks. Oh, they're both on the right side. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Due to inbreeding. Yeah, that's a big um, <laughs> mutation. Grabs out the side of its waist. Oh, I told you about pirate perch. Pirate purge. Perch. Perch. Yeah. I don't know. They poop out of their chin. What? They have their buttholes right there. What is this animal? Little fish. 
Oh, okay. Perch. Gotcha. Gotcha. I was still thinking a pirate like on a perch. They eat and then they poop. Right at the same spot. Or right below. Okay, close enough. They don't like to leave their hole, so that way they don't fill up their hole with poop. Oh, okay. Makes sense. But they've been killed a lot. Sounds like it. A lot. Oh, yeah. And then it seems like most of these are pre-70s. Mm-hmm. Um, and a certain organization, or a couple of groups of organizations were extremely active, it looks like, in collecting these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, we mentioned the Smithsonian. It has its own episode next week. I did them back-to-back because there was so much overlap with the research. Mm-hmm. That was like, well, you know, it just... It was easier. It's hand in hand. Yeah. We actually, I actually accidentally did two Smithsonian episodes. By accident? There was just so much. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It was like, well, we can't do this in two hours. Like, even when we made each Smithsonian episode two hours, maybe you th- cannot list all the crap they've stolen and said they didn't. Maybe that can be a little mini-series we'll just release throughout the season, like episode one. Oh, yeah. I plan on doing maybe the second part, season three. Okay. Uh, but I have it done. I just have it typed up because it was already, you know... But I don't... Why? Why do you think all these bones that are found, besides a couple of them, most of the time they find a carcass, it seems to just disappear. Or they sent to a university, it seems to just disappear. Mm. And this kind of intermixes giants and Sasquatch. It seems it sounds like some of these stories. Mm-hmm. I try to just pick this, the Sasquatchy ones. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I don't believe they're the same thing. But... Why do you think they want to cover up these Sasquatch grave sites? Especially if they're old. And I mean old, old. Um, in like 1912. Like when they were found in 1912, why would these organizations be moving that quick to, to cover right. these up? Well, I think you touched on it earlier in, in our one of the shows earlier in the se- last season about, you know, affecting logging industry and stuff. Proof- Spotted owl. These these prove existence, and then proving existence means you need protection, um, which is funny because in reality, I guess protection for their own homeland. I don't think you really they don't need protection really from us except don't shoot them. It's it's protection yeah it's protection for the resources. Mm-hmm. Exactly yeah for their resources. Yes, for the stuff they need to survive and keep going. So that could be a reason. But 1912, I don't really think that was a forefront issue. Hmm. Because, uh, I mean, keep in mind, 20 years later is when we wiped out deer and turkey from Ohio. Mm, okay. And most people that are alive today don't would not understand that mentally, that there was almost no deer in Ohio and turkeys were extinct. Which is hard to imagine. Very hard. Oh, turkeys I could see, but the deer, good luck. You're lucky not to hit one mm-hmm. now on your with your car. But um, it, I still think it falls under the controlling the narrative and history, especially human history and the... To place us in that box, um, you got to wipe this. This stuff's not part of our history, so you got to wipe it out. Make sure it doesn't become part of our history. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. hide the truth. Hide the truth. Yeah, I think it leans it leans super heavy on the thought that the Smithsonian's grandpa, the British History Museum, that's what they did. They just stole everything and lied and covered up everything. They're still doing it. Mm-hmm. There's I can't I can't tell you how many countries right now that are requesting artifacts back. Really, from the British History Museum. Yeah, 
They probably ain't getting them. No, and they keep getting denied. Yeah. The, there was one in China that's really a big deal because it's like the seven marble women, and China has six of them, and you can see where the seventh was cut out, and uh, the seventh is in front of the British History Museum. Oh, no way. And the, you can even say you don't have it because that's what they do with a lot of the crap is they say they don't have it. Yeah. And it's just in front. It's right on display. Yeah. Huh, and they won't give it back. Mm-hmm. The British History Museum is, if you're not from England, is where you go to see all of your own stuff. Yeah, true. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was another one, too. I can't think of where it was from, but I know it's there. And I can't remember what the item is. But they were the country requested it back. Now you're saying this. Oh, no, they get like 100 of them a year. Yeah. There's a, there's a big one. It might be from India or something. A lot of the times the British History Museum just says, no, we don't have it. Yeah. Like, okay. What are you going to do at that point? Mm-hmm. It's like how the Smithsonian, you look, oh, no, they have it at that museum, and then they have it, and then by the time you get to all of them, nobody mm-hmm. has it. You ready for the list? Oh, yeah. So now we're going to move into this really big list. And Huge. the thing at the end that we're going to talk about last, this will be the only time I ever talk about it on the podcast. I haven't talked about it on any live shows because I do not want to give this thing credit. Oh, okay. You know what it is. We already said it. Okay, I'll, I'll... The coyote I, thing. Coyote Peterson. Oh, okay, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so... This is in chronological order. Once again, thanks to Sasquatch Chronicles website, they have it listed in chronological order. It's amazing. It's super nice. So, Jay's just going to start reading down this list. We'll see how far we can get. If it's taking too long, we'll skip around a little bit more. Jay will find the prettier ones. And if we have one that's kind of a node, we'll just talk about it. Now, there's... It starts off with, like, five unknown date or maybe like yeah five unknown dates you just want to start with them yeah go ahead all right so all these are unknown so i'm going to mention repeat that every time uh sonora mexico rich grumley reported that a hunter shot and killed a bigfoot then buried it again unknown date um desoto illinois a man's dogs were a man's dogs were fighting with a bigfoot the man then shot the bigfoot reported in the bigfoot track record uh, Lewis Washington, a sheriff shot at a Bigfoot in a posture in a pasture. The Bigfoot tore down a fence while escaping, um, reported in the Bigfoot track record. Uh, Scamania, Washington, a Bigfoot threw a rock at a truck. The truck driver then fired on the Bigfoot. Another Bigfoot tracker record reporting. Um, this one's it says un- date unknown, location unknown, but modern era. A wealthy hunter shot. And killed a Bigfoot and then paid a taxidermist to stuff it. And the specimen is on display at in a ritzy country club on the East Coast. Reported by Ray Crow. That'd be interesting. Didn't we talk about Ray Crow already? I don't know if that name's popped up before. He just was on here for something else. Continue, sorry. Um, another modern era, Yankton, Oregon. Near the Columbia River, north of Portland, a hunter shot a Bigfoot four times between the eyes and killed it. Four times? Yeah, where does its head go? It rolled off the road. The man came back 24 hours later, and the body was gone. There was a set of three tracks, possibly a family group, male, female, and a juvenile, reported by Ray Crow. Um, maybe he was just one oh, of the Oh, he was the guy that, yeah. He, yeah, okay. I'm like, I know the name. Um, Amboy, Washington, near Mount St. Helens. A hunter reported that he shot and killed a male Bigfoot on an old logging road. Upon hearing that there was a $10,000 fine for killing a Bigfoot, the hunter hung up the phone on the researcher, reported by Ray Crow. 
Um, and this is the last unknown date. Um, Pound, Virginia. Someone shot at a Bigfoot roaring outside of his home at midnight with a 12-gauge shotgun. The shot missed, reported by the Gulf Coast Bigfoot Research Organization. What state was that again? Um, Virginia. Just Virginia, not West Virginia? Just Virginia, yep. That's a very Appalachian thing. This... Just shoot at in that direction. And here's the first sighting um, with a date back in 1829. That's not that long ago. So I'm going to do, I'll just go through, um, let's see here. I'll, just hop around, find the ones that have a little bit of something to talk about. Uh, these ones are pretty, a little bit longer. Okay. Um, I was just going to do all the 1800s ones before I turn over if you want to do like the beginning of 1900s. Okay. But June 20th, 1829, Okafeniki Swamp, Georgia. A team of hunters set out in an attempt to track down and kill a Bigfoot in the swamp. After tracking for two weeks, they were set upon by the Bigfoot one night. The men opened up with all their guns, but it seemed useless. Five of the men were killed by the Bigfoot, who then tore all the men's heads off. The surviving men opened up on the Bigfoot, finally killing it. Reported by the Augusta Chronicle, March 12, 2000. I was going to say, when... When did that take place? 18-something? 1829. Georgia? Yep. Okay. In the swamp. That's a pretty scary That's one. That's probably a skunk ape. Oh, probably. Uh, so we talked about our skunk ape episode. They are not Bigfoots you should mess around with. Notoriously aggressive. Uh, yeah. They're hot and hairy, so they don't, you know, they don't take much to click that fuse over. Yeah, make them mad. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one mid to late 1800s, Bexar, Texas. Bexar, Texas. The legend of the Converse werewolf. A rancher sent his 15-year-old son into the woods to hunt and told him not to come back until he had killed a deer. That's pretty hardcore. This is Texas. And in the 1800s, all right. Makes sense. The boy never came back. People went searching. (laughs) Yeah, that's the next line. (laughs) You're going to go out there and you ain't coming back till you kill a deer. Oops. Papa, I'm a vegetarian. There ain't no such thing. Right. He Get ne- out there. He never came back. And he never was seen again. <laughs> People went searching for him, and they found the boy's dead and mutilated body. A Bigfoot was standing over it. The rancher fired a shot and chased the Bigfoot into the woods. The others in search in the search party reported that the rancher never made it back alive, apparently also killed by the Bigfoot. Reported by the Texas Bigfoot Research Cons- Conservancy. Is that right? Yeah, Conservancy. Conservancy. In 1856, Ohio or West Virginia, possible Bigfoot skeleton found with bullet holes in its skull. This continue. Sorry, this is one that really interests me. Oh, that was like that's all that one's reported. Yeah, I seen that one last night looking at this stuff, mm-hmm. and that's weird because it's kind of points that you hear this kind of common thread that these people, especially in more modern Bigfoot killings, yeah. You heard these people like, I shot it, and then I realized I shot a person, and, you know, they just take off. Or take off, or I've read or stories of people burying them just because yeah. they didn't they didn't want someone to find it. They think they killed somebody, mm-hmm. or they just went rather respect, bury it. Um, next one. Late 1800s in Winston, Alabama, a moonshiner shot a Bigfoot that was following his mule wagon. Um, he wanted that Sean. He did. Maybe it was a ground sloth. Mm, they like beer. Yeah. Um, October 1879, Williamstown, Vermont. 
Two men hunting in the woods were surprised by a Bigfoot. One shot and wounded it. The Bigfoot chased them out of the woods, reported by the New York Times, October 18, 1879. Um, 1882, Inyo, California. A man, Jack Farrell, shot a Bigfoot five times, reported by the Inyo Register, March 19, 1981. So 100 years later, they reported it. Referring to a hundred years later, yeah. Well, it's ninety nine years. Oh my gosh! Supposedly he shot in eighteen eighty two, and then it was in newspaper. Who reported it? What do you? How does that work? He's not alive. Um, it said referring to articles in the Bishop Creek Times of eighteen eighty two. Oh, okay. So it was reported reported. and then re-reported. Noted in the Bigfoot Co-op, April nineteen eighty one, part two. I get you. Okay. Oh, here's a longer one. Because I'm like, who sent that? Like His great-grandson? I guess. Continue. Um, July 4th, 1884, east of Yale, British Columbia. Ooh, up in Canada. In the Yale-Fraser region, railroad men working on a British Columbia Express Company's train stopped their train at what appeared to be someone sleeping near the tracks. After they stopped the train, a juvenile male Bigfoot woke up, barked, and started to climb up a steep bluff. One of the workers decided to chase him. One got up above him on the slope and dropped a big rock on the Bigfoot. It disoriented the Bigfoot and dropped... It disoriented the Bigfoot enough that the men were able to get a rope around him, capturing him and putting him on the train. Oh, I've read this one, and here's the name of it. The name of the Bigfoot was Jacko. Well, they named him... Jacko. Okay. This is a good one. Yeah, we're going to do a full episode on Jacko. So this will be your little preview to yeah, Jacko. Yeah, that's it for Jacko. Don't read no more. Okay, because it goes on and on. Yeah, that'll be... So we're going to do a whole episode on Jacko later. And supposedly Jacko... Just give him the quick synopsis. It was like a, a juvenile Bigfoot um, that they... Yeah, like they said, they dropped the rock on him, disoriented him, they captured him, and they actually took him back captive. So yeah, we'll get into that. Jacko the monkey boy. Mm-hmm. Or ape, ma- ape boy, what was it? It might, I think it was Monkey Boy. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Because then they have been traveling circuits. They made him do tricks. Yeah. Um, uh, June 1885, Watauga County, North Carolina. Southwest, or not southwest, northwest of Seven Devils, North Carolina, roughly 15 to 20 miles northwest of Grandfather Mountain, a 13-year-old Cherokee girl went to gather food along a creek. Then she heard gunshots. She hid under a bush because at the time it was dangerous for an Indian girl to be caught in the woods by a white man. She heard Why? Some, um, in 1885? Why? Probably they were going to rape her. Oh, we don't say that on this page. Oh, sorry. Well, that still. Yeah. Sometimes the truth's scary. <laughs> Continue. Whoops. What's the time stamp on this one? <laughs> on this one? Thirty-seven fifty-five. So let me all right, write that down. let's note that. Yeah, we'll just bleep out that word. All right. If as something ran past her, to her surprise, she noted that it was a male Bigfoot. It seemed to have been wounded by the shots. The Bigfoot went down to the creek and buried itself in a pile of leaves and sticks, dirt and dirt and debris, to the point where it was invisible. She then she heard the sounds of more people coming. She thought it was a the white men, so she left. Reported by the Gulf Coast Bigfoot Research Organization. And here's the last one in the 1800s. Two men, or yeah, two in Brookings, Oregon, two men shot and wounded a Bigfoot. The Bigfoot retaliated, slamming the men against trees and tearing them apart. 
killing them, <laughs> you think? <laughs> reported by the Bigfoot track record. Now, I want to know who reported that. Uh, I don't know. That's one of those stories that's like... I mean, there's stories we've heard of Bigfoot grabbing gators and slamming I was about to tree. say the gator thing. And uh, the, they're strong enough to do it. There's no reason why this is not even plausible. I, I, the only reason I laughed is I think about that that meme that there are many disadvantages to being cryptozoologist, and it's that picture of that Bigfoot throwing that guy with the shotgun around. Yeah, just tossing him like a rag doll. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, the, ripping your arms and legs and head off. That could be a negative. Um... You want to do the 1900s to start on them a little bit? Yeah, I'll work on that. Okay. Let's see. Here's the first of the 1900s I have at the top of the page. Okay. Okay, guys. When you get to like back thir- to poor reading. When you get to the 30s or 40s, I'll jump back in. We'll see how many there are. I don't know if there are a lot in the 30s and 40s. I don't know. There's a, this is a big list. Yeah. All right. 1900 exactly. Prince of Wales Island, Alaska. An Eskimo, which is not the appropriate term. Inuit. Inuit. Was shot and buried by a Bigfoot. And buried and, a Bigfoot. Oh, my oh, gosh. I know. You read that. I'm <laughs> I, I blank for a second. I'm like picturing this in my head. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> this Bigfoot shot. <laughs> it was like a big long rifle. And then buried him. It's not funny, but it was like, that's a t-shirt. What did the Inuit say that witnessed it? Whoa. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, yeah. The, uh, the Inuit came out of the forest into a beach and was face-to-face with a Bigfoot. He opened fire and killed the Bigfoot. Uh, he and th- and two other Eskimos, anyways, they, they wrote Eskimos, so it's hard to... That's all right. Then buried a Bigfoot on the beach. Reported that the Bigfoot, reported in the Bigfoot track record. I need to buy that, I'm guessing. The Bigfoot track record? Yeah, I'm going to guess. Heck yeah. Um, 1904. Okay, let's make sure I thought it was going. Lane, Oregon, on two separate occasions, men shot Bigfoots that were uh, per, per, or prowling around their cabins. Uh, both shots missed. In one case, the Bigfoot threw a rock at the man who had shot at it, reported by the Bigfoot uh, Encounters website. 1905. Gardner Canal, British Columbia. On the coast of British Columbia, one of the... Uh, yeah. I'm going to skip some of these. I thought we were doing them all. That wasn't that I the, was gonna, the whole niche of the thing? Walla Walla, Washington, 1920. Oh, I know where that is. Yeah, that's why I stopped. Okay. Uh, hunters shot and wounded a Bigfoot, but the Bigfoot ran away. A second Bigfoot appeared and threw boulders at the hunters, reported by the Bigfoot track record. So, oh. Terrebonne, Louisiana. Hunters killed, and this is 1921. Okay. Uh, there was like 15 in the 1920s. Oh, crap, okay. Uh. Terrebonne, Louisiana, hunters killed a Bigfoot and dumped his body in an old well. Later, a skeleton was found and taken to the Tulane University, where it disappeared, reported in the Bigfoot track record. Mm, another one. Another one. Ape Canyon, 1924. Listen to our Ape Canyon episode. Yep. I'm just, yeah, I'm just skipping over that one completely. That's fine. Um, it just came out, like, mm-hmm. last episode or two ago. After 1937 is how this one's written. Green River, Washington. In the Cascades, east of the uh, Tacoma, a hunter saw a bear grabbing in a log and shot and killed it. Turned out he had killed a Bigfoot, feeling that he had shot a hairy man. He he buried under a pile of rocks and never told anyone of his confessions until his deathbed. Uh, He he told his priest. I think I've heard that story before. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Yukon Territory, 1940. 
A man saw a 10-foot-tall Bigfoot and shot it with a .30-06. I would never. Plain simple. .30-06 is a weapon that... Could do it. I mean, that's a big weapon. That's yeah. a big round. I'd still run. Uh, 1940, Southwest Missouri. Jared Sparks killed what was a, apparently a Bigfoot. He described it as like a gorilla that he had killed, uh, that was ki- had been killing his horses and cattle and tearing them apart. Uh, disposing of the body is unknown. He just got rid of it. Yes, probably burnt it. Uh, let's do 1943, Clark, Alabama. Three men spotlighting deer in a river and the river bottoms shot a Bigfoot. The Bigfoot may have died, but they did not stay around long enough to find out. Mm. Uh, Lebanon, Pennsylvania. A man shot a Bigfoot. Another one. In 1946. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you go back and tell everybody when World War II is just about to end? Like, yeah, I shot a Bigfoot last night. They're like, yeah, we just found out about concentration camps. <laughs> It might not be on the high priority list of talking points. I, unless you're just a... Shoot, I mean, if you're from rural Pennsylvania, I would be telling everyone. 1949, Clocksmith, Oregon. A man shot a Bigfoot that was eating a turkey. Ah. Mid-meal? I just... I love how it's like, just plain effect, simple some of these are. Yeah. 1950s. Indiana, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah, there's Indiana, Pennsylvania. I was like, what? People shot a Bigfoot. And that's it. All right. Another one. <laughs> there's there's a lot of them. I'm skipping over a bunch of these. They're just like, blah, 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 shot Bigfoot. What year are you in? 1959, Knoxville, Tennessee. A Bigfoot was shot when it, uh, when it came near a man's home. Reported by the 50 years with Bigfoot, Tennessee Chronicles. Hmm. Uh, Carl County, Maryland, in 1959, a police officer shot a Bigfoot. Okay. That's it for that one. I'm sure there, there'd there have to be an article on that somewhere if we dig it up. That would be a cool one to look into. Mm-hmm. Summer 1960s, Morris, Texas, two girls sitting on a bed talking, talking at night looked outside and saw a Bigfoot in the yard. They called their grandfather. He came in with a rifle and shot the beast. Hmm. The Bigfoot roared and ran away. He probably shot it with a twenty-two. Yeah, probably not with anything uh, significant. Winter 1960. There's a lot in the 1960. Uh, Watson Bay, Redrick Island, British Columbia. Timothy Robinson and Sam Duncan shot a small Bigfoot when they saw it on a snow-covered beach. They found blood on the snow where it had been, and they were too afraid to follow the blood trail. Hmm. Then why shoot it? I don't know. You're not afraid to shoot it, but you're too afraid to follow it. 1965, near Folk, Arkansas, James Lynn uh, Crabtree, age 14, shot a Bigfoot three times in the face, but did not die. Wow. I wonder what he's shooting it with, too. I think it was a 22. I think they were coon hunting. Erie, Pennsylvania, 1966, man shot a Bigfoot, reported by Rick Barry question i don't know that i know 22s can like cut through things pretty much pretty well the danger for people in 22s is if it gets in you Mm. uh it'll bounce around it never has enough power to go all the way through a person oh really so the problem is if you get shot in the chest and it goes through a rib it won't leave oh really it'll it'll go right through it'll just bounce back and forth it'll keep ricocheting Hmm. so it'll shred you uh if you shot something like a bigfoot in the skull it probably if it didn't hit the eye 
it would flatten. It would break the skin. It would probably crack the bone, but it wouldn't go through. In yeah. my mind. Yeah. Uh, I know shooting pigs and stuff with it, 22s is almost pointless. Mm-hmm. They don't. They can't go to the shoulder blade. can't go through the skull. Cows, it's like, yeah. So. Okay. A 22 has to be a more well-placed shot. Right. Okay. You know, when it's something like more like a 30 out six, it's just like, hit it. Yeah. <laughs> just hit it. Center mass. And then, you know, 22 is more like an eye socket, you know, the the specific shots temple the temple and stuff you know thinner pieces of bone mm-hmm. summer 1966 near richland washington several boys i'm not gonna read all their names oh my gosh there's a lot of them several matthew mark luke john 10 of them oh wow saw an eight foot whitish gray bigfoot and shot it several times with no effect poor old bigfoot was just like yeah old man shooting me uh, 1967, Hartley Bay, British Columbia. A lot of these are British Columbia. Two men saw a Bigfoot on an island and shot it. It screamed and ran away. Just, just, just shooting Bigfoot. No one. Oh, yeah. I almost said my own punchline for the end. Uh, See, it's not just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, May 1968, Delphi, Indiana. A man and a woman were fishing, uh, were finishing their breakfast. When I saw a five foot tall monkey. Appeared, to, uh, appeared in their residence. When the creature was about 20 feet away from the front door, the man or the man gut shot the Bigfoot in the stomach. It screamed, held its stomach, and ran away limping. Oh. Point Isabel, Ohio. Do you know where Point Isabel, Ohio is? I don't. I don't either. 1968, same year. Larry Abbott and his father uh, saw a 10-foot-tall white Bigfoot. The man fired on it. It vanished into a white mist. Hmm. Okay, that's weird. There's a lot in 1960. I'm going to skip down. I'm going to skip a few years. You want me to jump back in? No, it's okay. 1970s, Oregon. A man unloading four rounds of 30 6 into a Bigfoot. But the shots had little to no effect on the Bigfoot. Hmm. 1970s, Idaho. Two men fired their rifles on one. 22 in a 44 Magnum. They, uh, at a Bigfoot... And the shots had little to no effect. Spokeman Washington. Spokeman Washington. Grover Carts reported a hunter shot and killed a Bigfoot. I almost thought it said Governor Carts. And oh. I was like, the governor said somebody shot a Bigfoot? <laughs> governor. Uh, 1972. Rusk, Texas. Hmm. A Bigfoot watched campers at a campsite for a bit. Uh, the men then opened fire on the Bigfoot and it ran away. Hey, he was just checking you guys out. He was like, oh, that fire looks really nice. He's observing how you cook your... They're cooking hot, hot dogs. dogs and... I would do anything for a hot dog. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, 1973, Maryland. A man shot a Bigfoot reported by Rick Barry. There's a lot of these. They're just... Man shot Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. But it's significant. I mean. Uh, mostly that's what the newspaper article said. It's right. Nothing exactly. more, nothing less. Yeah. Um, near, so 1974, near Stone Lake State Park, Sussex City, Iowa. Sussex, I think that, yeah. A man shot and wounded a Bigfoot with a deer rifle. Hmm. That's it. 1974, Southern Montana, or so- Southern Mountain. North Carolina. A seven-foot-tall Bigfoot stood up at a campsite. A man fired at it, and it went away. Uh, February 6th, 1974, Uniontown, Pennsylvania. A Bigfoot was shot at the end, or shot at and disappeared. A UFO was seen nearby. Mm. Stan Gordon. Bum, bum, bum. 
is the one that took that report. Oh, okay. Uh, not it, not that the Bigfoot was Stan Gordon. Yeah, his name. That's is a new. That's a new conspiracy Stan theory. Stan Gordon. I'm going to skip ahead because uh, of time to kind of get some maybe in the 90s because this is all 60s and 70s. 70s. It's all 70s. Dang. A lot of people killed him in the 70s. 1991, Indiana. Two young men were hunting at night, and they saw a Bigfoot. They freaked out and opened fire on it. It screamed and then chased them half a mile through the woods. Holy crap. Chased them. Yeah. <laughs> August 1992 in Iowa, two fishermen camping beside a river saw a Bigfoot walking along the bank on the opposite side in the early morning. One man fired a three shots at it with his twenty two, and it ran away. Uh, it ran over the top of the bank and disappeared. Again, the twenty twos. Yeah, don't shoot one with a twenty two. Don't shoot one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Nineteen ninety seven, Jones, Texas. A Bigfoot threw a rock at a man, hitting him. The man was shot, or the man then shot back at the Bigfoot, but missed. There you go. Wait, what? Uh, the the Bigfoot hit him with a rock. And the man shot back and yep. missed. Okay, gotcha. The Bigfoot started altercation. Hmm. October 1998. Where's any of my birth year? I don't... Nope. There's none in 95. Aha. Uh-huh. The man of Bigfoot was born. Yep. Uh, 1998, Madison, Virginia. A man was camping in the woods when he saw a Bigfoot up on the ridge, only 80 feet away. When he woke, or then, or when he woke up in the morning, he emptied his revolver at it, and it ran off. So it was just sitting there the whole night watching him. That's crazy. Didn't do anything. Nineteen ninety-eight, Love or Longview, Texas. Two men were out squirrel hunting, so they definitely had twenty twos in the woods. When they came across a Bigfoot, it ran across the trail and took out the, or then t- took off back into the woods. The man decided to leave the area quickly, but five minutes later, they smelled a very bad odor. They looked around, 20 to 30 feet to the side of the woods was the Bigfoot once again. One man fired three shots at it, hitting the Bigfoot. With a twenty-two. The Bigfoot screamed and chased the man all the way back to their house. Then it roared in the woods uh, around the house all night long, yelling and breaking branches. Later that night, one of the men fired at the Bigfoot again. Dang. So let's get into the 2000s a little bit. You want to keep reading? Or you want yeah, me to? go ahead. Just start hopping around. In the 2000s? Mm-hmm. You're in the 2000s. All right. October 4th. Almost. Actually, we're going through three centuries of people shooting at Bigfoots. Oh, wait. Let's do this one. Uh, April 27th, uh, 2001. Orange County, Indiana. A hunter was in a blind calling turkeys in the woods when he heard a noise 50 feet in the back of him. He turned around, and after a little bit, a Bigfoot stepped into view. Soon, the Bigfoot charged the hunter's position. The hunter fired one shot at the Bigfoot's face and hit it. The Bigfoot turned and ran down a steep ravine where it stumbled around for 15 minutes or so. A trail of blood was found leading to the ravine, reported by the Gulf Coast Bigfoot Research Organization. So it doesn't sound like he killed it, but he hit it in the face. Not good. No. Um, October 4th, 2001, Woodville, Texas. A woman saw a Bigfoot standing in her backyard. She told her son who grabbed a gun and took off into the woods after it. He soon he heard two men shouting along with gunshots. The men said, let's get out of here. They had apparently been shooting at the Bigfoot, reported by the Texas Bigfoot Research Conservancy. 
late January 2002 in Monster Central, Louisiana. What a name for a town. Monster Central, Louisiana. Let's look where that is on the map. Um, This is a, oh, I guess it's a nickname. This is a 1,500-acre zone northwest of Louisiana, south of Shreveport. A hunter gut shot a Bigfoot and wounded it. Other men with dogs were called in to track the Bigfoot. They tracked it to a tree on the edge of a stream, but it jumped down out of the tree and into the stream. One of the men shot at it again, but it but missed. The, then the men became worried that some of the other Bigfoots might come around to defend the one they shot. Some blood and... Oh, gosh. V- vom- Viscera. Yeah, basically. Vomituous or vomitous? Vomitous? Stomach material, I'm going to assume, is throwing up because it got shot in the stomach. Okay. We're taken for analysis. But the wife of the man who had who had the samples accidentally threw them away when she found them in the freezer. The results came back unknown primate. What What do you think I would do? Uh, murder. If I came home and Emily had thrown away Bigfoot blood no, and vomit samples. You wouldn't murder. you just, like, shackle her up probably in the basement for a few yeah, years. Like, leave. <laughs> you just leave leave now leave don't turn back never turn back actually be the last time you do be like it'd be like a when uh oh now i can't think of his name the guy's wife was leaving sodom and gomorrah and turned around and looked back at it oh and turned to a salt pillar yeah yeah that's what would happen if she turned around and i turned around oh here's a long one november 12 2003 and La Follette, Tennessee? Lafayette. Not quite that. Not that? <laughs> a creature had been killing people's animals. A goat and a cat, at the very least, had been killed. A woman called the sheriffs, and they came out with a team of deputies and told everyone to get their pets indoors as they were going to, to eliminate these animals. They tracked the Bigfoot and shot it dead over the next hill. There were sirens wailing, and the Bigfoot screamed as it was shot. The woman left the scene. People saw a black body lying in a field the next morning. Oh, gosh. That don't sound good. Um, Ten minutes later, it had vanished. Planes flew around the area, around the area, night and day for two weeks. Locals reported that there had been a hostile Bigfoot in the area, and they were trying to appease it by leaving food out for it. So it Worst would, thing you can do. So it would not kill the animals. The next day, the woman who reported the incident went back to the area, and someone had taken the body away. Reported by Mary Green. Government cover-up. I don't know why it says that. That's probably what she thinks. Oh, gotcha. Why don't you go ahead and do the last one? Or the most recent one, I guess. Um... Well, here's, here's, okay, the most recent one, and then there's an in-conclusion thing here. Okay. So, the most recent is August 2006, Slim Buttes, uh, South Dakota. Um, a Bigfoot had been named Chaitanka, which, oh, so it was one that was named and known, was shot and killed on the reservation. It was later given to the School of Mines to study. They sent it back, and it, and it was given a ceremonial burial by the Lakota elders, reported by Ray Crow. So it says, in conclusion, from 1829 to present, a 182-year period, 35 Bigfoots have been shot dead by humans, hunters or otherwise. Humans shoot and kill Bigfoot once every 5.1 years, or about once every five years. In most cases, after the Bigfoot was shot, it was simply left in the woods where it fell. In some cases, it was buried 
In the modern era, people who shot Bigfoots were often afraid to talk about it for the fear of being prosecuted. They often thought they had killed some sort of a human being and would be prosecuted for manslaughter or homicide. In recent years, government officials seem to be taking the bodies away after Bigfoots are shot dead. There is a possible government cover-up occurring in recent years since 1968. 1968, um, when was Kennedy president? Wasn't that in that time? Maybe. Sounds right. It was, I'm trying to think, was George Bush Sr. head of the CIA in 1990, or 1968? Because that would be a good, uh, a weird little overlap, because that's the same amount of time when George Bush Sr., if, it, if he was it at that time. I'm thinking he was, but I could be wrong. Kennedy was assassinated in 63. 63, okay. When in, we went to the moon in 69, okay. I wonder if Bush was still, oh, that's going to bother me. Richard Nixon was 68. When was, uh, okay, when was Bush, let's see if we can find this. We need Emily here for this. Um, when was George Bush Sr. the head of the CIA? Is, it, is that um, information we can get off the tips of our fingers real fast? Or, I how fast taper. I wonder how fast that, oh, true. Yeah, we definitely, Emily, we need you. We need you on the tech side. Head of the what? CIA. So I feel like I could be wrong. But 76 to 77. That's it? That's what it looks like. Dang. Maybe he was involved in it somehow. Because somehow, because that was like, he was the one he was that... He's the he, 11th director. He was the one that erased all, or got rid of like all the UFO and stuff. So I didn't know if he was involved in this sort of cover up too. But maybe that's just their job, you know, to cover this up. But why? He was only in there for a year. Which is weird, right? Just in there long enough to clean it up. I guess so. Um, but I mean, that's, that's that list. Yes. That was a lot. Okay. So what's our thoughts on that? Okay. So there's a lot to wrap up here or to talk about, but a, a, a lot of them have been shot. A lot. A lot of them were shot and not killed. Yes. And that too. A lot of shot and not killed, which makes, also blurs that line between biological and. I don't think so. Most of the time they're shot with 22s. Or that too. But you shoot a, if you shoot a bear oh, with a twenty-two, The one you were talking about that made me think it had that thought. Because that thought has been in my head and made sure I didn't want to lose it. It was the one you said that white one they shot and it just turned into a white mist mm-hmm. and left. I do wonder if some of these things are kind of ghostly. Ghost of Neanderthal could be, or Bigfoots. Could be that. Or what just, if they're just ghost of Bigfoots? Could just be ghost of Bigfoots or just spirits of like the woods that are just take mm, this as their form yeah that's just their form they're hitting you know sometimes they hit these you shoot them and maybe they just get mad that you're you notice them or you and they're not really screaming because they're hurt but they're screaming because like mm-hmm. uh you're not supposed to do this to them who knows but i wonder if like their bone structures are just different or they're probably very dense probably uh, dense and i bet their muscles have to be very dense mm-hmm. too almost like its own little armor yeah you'd have to like thirty out six is one thing. Twenty two, you're not. I mean, you hit it in the eye, you'll kill it. Whatever. Yeah, that's why the ones that got shot in the face are almost always twenty twos. Hmm. I wonder, like, what if, like, a I don't know. What's what's a step up? Suck. What's a step up from a twenty two? It's like nothing. Seventeen HMR. And that's still not nothing, right? It's not much. It's a varmint gun. What about a thirty? Like a uh, three eighty? How about something like that? 
That's that's a little bit up there. More significant. Yeah. I wonder if something. What if like its muscles are so dense and big it, it could stop that? I think you're more at a bone level for that talking one. About. Muscle doesn't do much. Well, we don't know their muscles. Well, though. I'm just saying. Like I'm just within biological constraints. Muscle does mm. not. Even if it's like fully flexed. No, and, they did that on Mythbusters. It was like how many feet of muscle it would take to stop average bullet. Oh, really? And it's 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 stupid. Okay. Like, so it is the bone that would really it would be stop bone. it. Yeah. And that's what we see with a lot of the animals like uh like people that shoot elephants and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. it's they're really hard to like, you got pretty much shoot straight in so you get in the heart cuz the shoulder blade's so Just thick. Blocks it all. Bounce. Yeah. Nuts. So here's my thought is that this proves Bigfoot's this is why people are like it knew what the gun was. It knew what the gun was. Yeah, it did. It's been getting shot at for 300 years. Mhm. And if you believe they can speak telepathically to each other... Or so, just even communicate. Just communicate at all. Word's going to spread. Yeah, and then how many would survive after being shot? Right. And then, that's why they're shy. No wonder they don't want to hang out with us. Yeah. And that's the big thing, is that this is why Bigfoot avoids us. And this is only, what they say, 150 years of reporting? Yeah. That's extremely short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Extremely. For... for and this is not... We didn't read everyone, obviously. Yeah, we skipped I skipped through. a lot. Mm-hmm. Because the 1900s were thick. Thick. Two Cs. Three. Three Cs. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot thick. All right. Yeah. Bigfoot thick. But yeah, it's like... This is why they don't want it to come out and be seen. This is why they don't want to, you know... This is why when they see a person, most of the time they bolt. Because they're like, oh gosh, you know. Especially if you got a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't blame them no. at all. At all, an elusive, an elusive animal already, but with this hanging over their heads, okay, I could be shot or wounded or hurt at any time with mm-hmm. these guys, at any distance, really. Right. If they can see you, they can hurt you. As far as the Bigfoot thinking of the human, mm-hmm. if they can see you, they can hurt you. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine that perspective though, just being out in the woods and seeing a human being, especially when he pulls his rifle up. Uh, mm, this is going to hurt really bad. Yeah, and we know what the, it, it is. Imagine that actually pointing at you. It's going to hurt real bad. Yeah, I'd be running too. All right. Anything else to add for any of this? What's your final thoughts on this? Then we have a little thing to talk about, and it'll be the only time we ever talk about it. Um, I it's final thoughts. I don't like that there's so many reportings of them being shot. I wish, there's a lot. I wish people wouldn't shoot them anymore. And maybe that's. Maybe maybe just us talking about it could get it out in the universe that, hey, guys, come on, let's just stop now, shooting them. don't shoot them unless you 100% believe your life's in danger. Right, if they threaten you first. Like I the mean, guy that threw the rock, he threw the rock at him first. Right, justified. he hit him in the head. Justified, shoot him. Yeah, he hit him in the head with a rock. Exactly. But, you know, without that, I mean... Half the time, they're just like, i seen a Bigfoot walking. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the Bigfoot don't even know they're there. And then, bam... Ah, I'm like, yeah, and then they take off and blood pouring out of their face hole. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we want to have like a contact with these beings ever as a human species race for everybody, I mean, we got to stop shooting them at least. Mm-hmm. That's got to be least. the start. At least start there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's about all I got to say about it. Okay. Now the last thing. and People have been saying stuff and I have stopped commenting on everything with this. The stupid Coyote Peterson thing. Mm-hmm. What if? Yeah. Okay, so he posted it as if... He didn't say anything. He posted his little blurb as if, like, it was real. 
Oh. That he smuggled something over the Canadian border and they were trying to get it back. And Should we describe what it is? There's a gorilla skull. Yes. yes it's a but, messed up gorilla replica skull. But well, the, let me just paint the whole story. It popped up on Facebook and it, it was presented as such that they possibly unearthed a Bigfoot skull. Mm-hmm. And they presented it in that light. They never said Bigfoot in any of the articles, but they shared it to every Bigfoot page ever. True. Okay, you're right, you're right. So they said the mysterious primate skull. There we go. So technically, that's how he was legally able to not... It's not a lie. Right. Never said Bigfoot. Right. Uh, true, true. He did never say Bigfoot. It was implied. Yeah, that they found in heavily. the Pacific Northwest, a, a mudslide had... Re- Revealed a skeleton of a creature mm-hmm. that he thought was a bear, and he's pulling it out, and he's like, "Oh, this isn't a bear." Then he realized what it is. It's a primate. <sighs> and then what happened? It goes on for probably about a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't say anything. His Facebook page is dead, like not saying a word. And comments, people are comments are going wild. Hundreds of thousands of comments. It probably got sent to me fifty times. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, like. Uh, uh, oh gosh, I'm forgetting her name from Expedition Bigfoot. Uh, the primatologist. Uh, she pointed it out as a gorilla skull pretty fast, and she did a nice little thing of like pointing out what she's looking at to prove it's a gorilla skull, mm-hmm. which was nice to see like what points of the skull. She's like this, 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 this. Not just blindly saying, yeah. "Oh, that's a gorilla skull." And then Doctor Meldrum did the same thing. Yep. Uh, which was nice to see that you know that it's not just a fight. They're saying, "No, that's a gorilla skull." Here's why I think it's a gorilla skull kind of deal, which is nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know if he even posted it. Somebody else from their union or group or whatever posted that it's from a new documentary series he's doing with Animal Planet. Well, it is, uh, what it's like, what if, so what if somebody found a Bigfoot, but they, I hope the show fails. I used to have so much respect for Coyote Mm -hmm. and that was such a ploy. He, he really messed with a lot of people like Mm -hmm. emotionally. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of these people that have witnessed and had really scary encounters that nobody believes, that was, like, a glimmer of hope for a minute that hurt a lot of people. That was shattered. That hurt, like, that's, that's something that I, it just, it makes me so mad. Animal Planet's known for that crap. hmm Yeah, and I, and I get it. It's a marketing ploy. But for this particular kind of thing, it's not worth... For us, for us, for mm-hmm. people that really care about it, which is your audience you're targeting, really, it's not the way to do it. Right. It's- if you would have just came out saying, hey, I, you know, we're going to make this show and blah, 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 and mm-hmm. it's all about cryptids and what if, and that'd be awesome. Everybody would have been excited. Now, I'm really hoping it gets boycotted and it looks like it's going to get boycotted. Because I think everyone in this field, they that care about it, that want to believe and they want evidence to be it true, they don't want, they want truth and not muddied waters. Right. And that's I feel like all, that's all it's doing is this, muddying the water. Yeah. This just muddied waters. So anyone that's even on the fence, this does not help them this at caused all. caused bad fights too. People were fighting on the Facebook pages about it and stuff like that. People saying it's real. Because he it's had fake. such a credible reputation that mm-hmm. people were just going along with him. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, he was, he did all kinds of cool, you know, he's a wildlife entertainer. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Jeff Corwin, but to a... Don't ever compare Coyote to Jeff Corwin. I would say a Jeff Corwin wannabe. Yeah, there you go. But He's from Hilliard, Ohio. A great a great value with Jeff Corwin. How about that? A or a Dollar Tree Jeff Do- Corwin. A Dollar Tree Jeff Corwin. Which, no disrespect to Dollar Tree or even Coyote Peterson, because I love Dollar Tree. It's great deals, but everything's I, dollar. I feel bad because I really had a lot of respect for Coyote. Yeah. Well, he's he, an Ohio boy. He's from right down the road. Mm-hmm. And this is just, I feel like he kind of got strong-armed into this 
thing, the animal planet. This is more of an animal planet fault. It is. It is. And maybe that's how it works. They take people that are on the, you they, know. They have. They have. They've ruined other people's mm-hmm. names. You throw them enough, a bag of money, and I'll do a what if show for a bag of money. It's, it reminds I, me of the mermaid documentary. Yes, exactly. There we go. That's a good example. And they, they never said it was fake once. They never said it was fake once. And mm-hmm. they got in so much trouble because there was like, there was nothing in them based on maybe factual events, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And poor, mm. poor Noah had to put on their website. They had a whole new tab built. Just for that. It says, no, we don't have proof of mermaids. Mm-hmm. We really wish we did. Right, yeah. And then they're like, here's the name of the actor from that. That said he was a Noah scientist. He has no association with us, blah, blah, blah. Here's the name of this actor that says they're with this group. They don't have any association with this group. Mm-hmm. This big long list of like, yeah. And then like, you can go up, what's the IDBM page or whatever? Oh, uh, IBDM. Yeah. Like you can or look IMDb, on, sorry. Uh, yeah, my dyslexia. Yeah, got you got me right going. <laughs> you got me even. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. But yeah, like they never asked Noah for any permission to use them in a, a fake documentary or nothing like that. Yeah, they just did it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it was a fun place. What is? Noah. Noah's a fun place. Yeah. Never been to well, their website. I watch their, like, their live streams from the bottom of the ocean all the time. Oh, okay, gotcha. That would be interesting. Hmm. And so, anything else? Bigfoot's been shot at. Please don't shoot at Bigfoot. Yes. And if unless like they're doing the wobble thing where they're about to rip you apart. Yeah, there you go. That too. Yeah. There was a couple stories with heads being removed and limbs being removed. Yes, forcefully. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about oh, just for skeptics, people who are skeptics. I mean, here's a whole list of oh, I need proof. I mean, here's a whole list. Not I guess proof, but. It's a lot of evidence of people just even taking shots at them and stuff like that. Especially police reports. I mean, and, and police themselves shooting at them. Their evidence is out there. Mm-hmm. The evidence is out there. You just got to find it, look for it, or care to look for it to see it. Or if, if not, if you, if you don't care, you're always going to be a skeptic. Mm-hmm. But it's there. Well said. It's there. All right. I've been the great and powerful mystery. And I've been a psycho Jay. And together we're Grips of Corn Podcast where scientific and magical thinking combined. Magic. We'll catch you next week with some bone stealers. You've been listening to Cryptids of the Corn. Be sure to join us in the next episode where we tantalize your intellect and expand the horizons of your mind. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, stay magical. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.